This is Ventures Africa. Hi, I'm Hadass Egbedi. Today on Beyond the Headlines, Cynthia and I are discussing Saudi's youth investment in Uber and a pre-wedding photo that has got everyone talking. So, hello, Cynthia. Hi, Hadassah. So let's talk about Uber in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So do you think that um, commenters have been too hard on Uber, given the fact that it's quite uncommon for an enterprise to refuse financial investment? Um, actually, no, I do not think so, because every investment is made with an overarching purpose to drive a result or to make an impact through whatever source that the investment is being made in. So I don't think that, and as you can see, the case one result, right, women are not comfortable right. with the notion that they will no longer or they would furthermore be restricted from driving. It's like it just it solidifies the situation for them. It's like, oh, this is actually truly happened and happening rather and it will not change anytime soon. As we all know is general knowledge. Mm-hmm. They can't drive. That's one of the biggest it's like it's one thing people will hear and be like, okay, we know people have your rules because yeah, of religion, like but this far. is like incredible. How can women not drive? You know, this is unheard of. So that's the case. And then as an investor, or rather as a company, when you say, oh, accept money from a country that people have called, and for good reason, right? Huge human rights violators, you know, have no care for the women and all of that. And you say, oh, we'll just take this investment and be like, well, it's fine. Like, we don't really know what's happening. It, I, I, I don't think people are being too harsh because that's like an obvious result from your investments and you're happy with it. Yeah, and given the fact that they are not new to, they are not strangers to controversy. I mean, exactly, they, they are, are not. This is protests, right? Like, to get them out of countries, and mm-hmm. then they are doing. I mean, they themselves. are doing a good job. We cannot, you know, dispute that fact. But then, when you have issues, it's like, oh, like you just said, that just drives the point home for us. It's like, you guys have these issues with sexual assaults every now and then. They say your drivers, you know, harass one lady, nothing happened, and you're supposed to have done background checks. Or are you saying? that you're fine with sexual harassment complaints because if you go ahead and you, or any kind of complaints that involves human violation and human rights violation, because if you go ahead and accept investment from a company where all the women practically have to rely on male companionship to go anywhere, then that's saying a lot about you. So what are Saudi women themselves saying about this development? A lot. We'll start with social media. That's quite popular, right? Mm -hmm. There's a hashtag to boycott Uber even have a lot of women deleting the app from their phones, saying it's disgraceful. They are so disappointed that Uber is investing in their pain, you know, investing in their continued enslavement, so to speak. Then we have a human, popular women human rights activist, Hatun Al-Fasi. She's saying that in, in any case, right, no matter what your investment is about, only a certain women, you're making it look like, oh, you're helping our transportation in the entire country for all the women, right? Because women are the, um, are the majority of Uber customers. But that's only like, a minority, only people that can afford Ubers in any case, women will use it anyway. So on a bigger scale, in the bigger picture, you're not doing that much good, according to her. And it's like, and she says, because to do this um, a business deal mm-hmm. on Uber's part, and of course on the Saudi Arabian government's part, it's just showing how they're an interested party, so to speak, that, in tr- that are keen on keeping women right, you know, right where they are. All right, Cynthia, thank you so much. Thank you. Moving on to the pre-wedding photo that got everyone talking. All right. Hadassah, please explain what the thin ideal means and how people are getting this notion wrong. Okay, so um, 
The thing I do is the concept that the ideal or the standard female body should be, you know, skinny, toned up, you know, the small waists, little body fat and all that. But the misconception about it is the fact that a lot of people think that skinny is healthy. Mm. And that's not true. No. There are a lot of um, skinny, unhealthy people. There are a lot of um, people that are underweight. And people just think, oh, you just really have to be skinny. But I think a lot of that is is changing now. I do think that. Right. And then speaking of change, why do you think people are increasingly questioning society's standard of beauty, which, like we just established, means you have to be seen? Well, um, I think people are beginning to realize that it's all a lie. Um, the media lies to us. Um, modeling agencies lie to us. Adverts lie to us. And even celebrities that people look up to are now coming out to say, you know what, this is all a lie. This is all a facade. Um, um, someone like Alicia Keys, um, she penned down an essay, I think on Tuesday, on Tuesday yes. Yeah, in fall. Yes, saying how... She was tired of, you know, trying to fit in. And she always making up. Yeah. She was tired of, um, you know, trying to please society and whatever it is that, oh, they say, oh, this this is it. But so because, we, you know, we have people like that coming out to say, you know, this is not true. Even though there are other people who want to make it seem like, oh, whatever it is that the media says is right, is right. But so, yeah, people are beginning to understand that. It's all a lie. So, yeah. Basically, just embrace beginning to look around themselves. them because yeah. if you do that, like just take one second to look up and look around, there's different body sizes, mm-hmm. different body types. And it's incredulous to think that you would pin down uh, beauty or health to, to one standard size. It's, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you. And on to the minute news. African Union forces are to review tactics against Al-Shabaab. Turkish President Obu's new embassy in war-torn Somalia. Police arrest U.S. Deputy Ambassador to Malawi. He was found smuggling ivory. Angolan President puts daughter in charge of state energy company. Josie Mourinho is to voice Pope Francis in new cartoon movie. And finally, the last seven-year-old boy was found in Japan six days after being left in forest as punishment. And that's it on Beyond Headlines for today. I'm Hadassah Ibedi. Thank you for listening to join us next time. To read more of our stories and listen to our podcasts, visit VenturesAfrica.com. Follow us on Twitter at VenturesAfrica, Facebook, and other social media platforms. This is Ventures Africa.